Hi team, welcome to the Jeremy Dooley Show. Hey legends, welcome back. Uh, big ups to, I seem to have a lot of listeners in America, so don't know how, but love it. Thank you so much for listening and hello to uh, my listeners in Jersey. Um, looks like a cool place. Would like to go there one day. Uh, and hello everyone else. I'll, I'll eventually make my way around the world and, and thanking everyone, but otherwise it will be a, a long start to the show. Um, it's been a weird week. Uh, so last week, uh, just come off the back of uh, Melbourne Fringe Festival when it was a weird run of shows. Um, and I think the thing about comedy compared to martial arts is in martial arts, you know, when I was fighting or and competing, you don't get to compete every week. Uh, in fact, like sometimes it might be months, six months between fighting especially. Um, and so, you know, at the end of Fringe, the last gig was a weird one. Um, it's one of those weird ones where you know, there's a lot of people but a lot of silent laughers, which is not great. Uh, it's not great. I, I did all right, but I still felt like I didn't do well. It was one of those where all the other acts uh, on the lineup were like, no, you were best on ground. But I felt like I'd eaten a bag of shit. Um, but then got a headline spot at a gig on the the day after and just needed that. That was a good one for the confidence and it was all new material pretty much as well. So that was awesome. Like it wasn't a, a super long spot. It was just like a, a 12, 15 minute in the end. But I would say 90% of that was new stuff that I was really excited to get out there. Um, so that was really cool. Um, but then I did a, a corporate MC event this week and uh, it was like, you know, four or 500 people in the room and corporate ones are, are weird. Uh, they pay well. That's great. You know, corporate gigs pay very well, but at a corporate thing, they they want to talk to each other. They want to like they don't want to sit and listen to someone, <laughs> which is kind of what is needed for comedy. Like in comedy, you like you need people's attention. So for um, you know an event like that, it's difficult. Uh, and I was emceeing as well, and they're like, "Oh, we want you to do comedy and run the whole day." Um, and so, you know, uh, all it takes is one person, uh, one of the like, you know, guest speakers to go over time and then the day is kind of lost and you're always chasing time. Um, but it was a great day. The people were fantastic. It was one of those days where I think because I've been doing this for such a long time, especially like the emceeing things, I've been doing that for a lot longer than comedy. I kind of forget that it's not a skill that everyone has. Um, and it's something I've definitely like put in the time, put in the minutes, the hours of the stage time for. Um, and so I felt like I just kind of got in there, did what I needed to do and got off stage and they were wrapped. I was so wrapped and, um, yeah, it was really cool to, to see, you know, just how little things can, can make a big difference. Uh, there's a lot of stress management that has to happen, uh, for, you know, the organizers and stuff like that, especially if they, you know, they've not worked with you in the past, um, I was actually booked to do it last year, this event, but I got sick the week of um, and sick to the point where I was bedridden. Uh, it was uh, it was not fun. Um, 
So it was good to get up there and actually do it and do a good job. And they loved it. Great organization, great people in the room. One of the highlights for those who you know are listening in Australia, this won't be unfamiliar, but if you're listening internationally, um, you know, Australia uh, at the start of you know a lot of big events and even small you know meetings, you know you want to acknowledge uh, the lands that we're on and the traditional owners um, and and the whole thing behind it. A lot of people don't get why that's done, but it's one. It's about acknowledging how Australia came to be, um, but also to the fact that you know and, and I've, I've asked around and uh, I'm quite lucky to have Indigenous family who are very involved in the community and. Um, you know, the idea it's, it's about good intentions and coming together with good intent. Um, and so as a non-Indigenous person, you know, we do an acknowledgement of country. We acknowledge, you know, who the land uh, belongs to. Um, and we were really lucky at this event to have the uh, the head elder of the Wurundjeri tribe uh, do an official welcome to country. Because if you are Indigenous and of that lands, you can welcome people to it. And it's always a really special thing, but to have the the head of uh, of that country of that tribe uh, was super special. And this guy Murindindi was an absolute jet. He's seventy eight years old, which blew my mind because this guy looked fit as a fiddle. Um, and as people were walking in, he was playing the didgeridoo, and it's such a beautiful, haunting uh, sound. And and then he spoke in in language and, and welcomed people. And it was just a phenomenal um, experience and one that I'll always remember because, you know, I've been in a lot of things and sometimes it can be just some white dude in a suit ticking a box. Um, but to see, to see that and to have that, you know, the head elder of the Wurundjeri tribe, um, yeah, welcome to country was, was really, really fucking cool. Really cool. Um, and it was at the old football club that I used to work at, the Collingwood Football Club. I used to do strength and conditioning there. So that was awesome as well because Collingwood had just won the grand final, you know, the week or so beforehand. So very cool to be there and to you know, be in familiar settings with great people and to and to witness a welcome to country like that. Um, so that was great. Uh, but it's um, it, it's been a weird week. I had a really interesting experience at, at jiu-jitsu earlier this week where a, a white belt was talking a huge amounts of shit um, in jiu-jitsu. And uh, it was quite an interesting um, experience because this guy uh, is a white belt. And but hasn't seen me in a gi, so he doesn't know my ranking, doesn't really know me that well. And my style when I'm doing jujitsu, especially jujitsu, is to get into the worst possible positions and figure it out from there. And my mentality is if I can get comfortable in positions where it's not going my way, then it's all gravy after that. And it's the same thing that I do with comedy. I don't just try and do easy rooms in the inner city of Melbourne. Uh, I don't want to fall into that trap. I want, I love testing myself and I think it's important to test myself um, outside of the city in rooms that, you know, are a little bit tougher and rooms that, you know, people don't give a shit and aren't as uh, giving with their laughter. I think that's really important to be a well-rounded comedian. Um, otherwise, it can be quite limiting. I remember doing a show in my first year of comedy and it was at this old man pub in Williamstown um, and this pub like, hadn't aged since the 70s 
same day or probably the same clientele and this comedian walked in and just froze up and I remember he turned to me he's like Dooley I don't do gigs like this I write my material specifically for the inner city of Melbourne which is a very left-leaning um, you know politically correct style of audience um, and so this guy freaked out ate, ate shit um, but that I remember that being a real um, light bulb for me. It's like, oh, I don't want to get stuck doing that. And that's also how I approach martial arts as well, is to be in uncomfortable positions so I can develop and develop at a rate that's quicker. Uh, but this guy was talking rubbish. Like He was shit talking. Um, it was when he called me boy. Um, that kind of got under my skin a little bit. Um, he, this guy didn't realize that I had put myself in that bad position excuse me. And so when he starts talking shit in my head, I was like, is this guy serious? Does he not know? And I'm like, oh, he doesn't know that he's in this position because I put him in this position. Uh, And I had to teach him a little bit of a lesson, um, one around shit talking, one around also like respect, but also too, like, you just don't know. And I tapped him out quite a few times after that. And, you know, I'm normally quite a um, light role uh, and I go hard when I have to go hard and I had to go hard in that moment. Some people, um, you know, I posted about it on TikTok. Some people are clapping back saying that it's I had too much ego in that moment. But if I know I can tap someone out, um, even with a little bit of aggression, but be safe, I'd rather they do that um, with me and I'm the one doing that than with someone who is going to go hard and get reckless but two as well it is it's an important lesson for a white belt to learn in any type of martial arts is that you know like respect is a is a really important element of it Uh, you know you you turn up you 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 show people respect and you're going to get respect back if you show up and you you know start running your mouth and talking shit and trash talking when you got nothing to back it up that's a bad move Um, so i had to do that uh, and also to, you know, I, I just think that that method of being comfortable, being uncomfortable, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm stepping away from that interaction is such a thing that I've taken throughout my life. I think it's really important for all sorts of development. Um, and randomly I've thrown together a last minute gig. Uh, it's, uh, you know, Fringe Festival is quite tough for comedians in Melbourne because it's not a, a comedy festival. And so you get a really different audience. Comedy doesn't have the same sort of cut through as it would, you know, at Melbourne Comedy Festival where everyone's out and about for it. Um, so a show, a comedian cancelled his whole run. Um, and so that was late in the week. And so I've stepped in. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to throw together a last minute show, do all new material, bring a couple of mates with me to open. So I'm doing that and um, I don't know if I've got enough minutes of new material uh, to try, but we'll, we'll soon find out of, uh, yeah, we'll see. I may have bitten off more than I can chew doing it on a Sunday, but um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, there's a lot happening and I know I keep alluding to something big happening soon and it is going to happen soon and hopefully in the by the end of this month, I'll be able to announce it properly. Um, but I do just need to keep things under wraps as I cross my T's and dot my I's. So that's it from me. Just a quick one today. I'll see you next time.
Thanks so much for listening to The Jeremy Dooley Show. For all information on tours, gigs, and other shenanigans, check out jeremydooleyofficial.com or Jeremy Dooley Official on all the socials. See you next time.